Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve. It's My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine uh, vacationing. Don McLean sitting in for her. Hope is our producer for today. The Sluicernator. Mm, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> the Sluicernator. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, mm-hmm. Is there something with like sleuth that we could do there? There's oh. got to be a nickname. Did you have a nickname growing up, Hope? No. Okay, great. Good talk. <laughs> With that, uh, oh my gosh. just being honest, we uh, we now shift our attention to. A sh- I just said out loud the other day to my family, you know what I'm pumped for, guys? What? The Mandalorian season two. Wouldn't you love to put on your calendar the date that that would happen? Yes. Do we know it? No, that's oh, part of the problem. We haven't seen another trailer in sight. Uh, and it's just said October 2020, so it could be four weeks away, eight weeks away. We don't know. Huh. Okay, now, some Redditors out there have decided they understand why it's gone radio silent. Um, oh. They don't need to. That's true. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Season one, that trailer was necessary to sell the show, of course, in the premise uh, before Disney Plus had its initial launch. That was a big part of it. Hey, if you want to see this show, sign up for Disney Plus. Now they're so popular, they don't need to put out even one trailer about season two. You're right. And don't some people do well with a surprise drop? We see this in music a lot Mm -hmm. where they will just, you don't know that they're working on an album, and then you'll just get like, Either it'll drop or you'll get a very brief window of notice. So would it be in Disney Plus's um, best interest to maybe someday on Twitter, they just put like a countdown clock out that says six hours until Mandalorian season two. And it's just a timer that clicks down. You don't need much runway to get people really jacked up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That would totally work. Uh, So we don't really know anything about the date. Uh, there is a little bit of information. Uh, it's coming from the Dutch Board of Motion Picture Ratings. What do the Dutch know? Yeah, Whoa. they know because they you have know. to rate things in advance. Okay, oh, so okay. they have system ratings for the media. They rate on five different criteria. Violence, fear, sex, discrimination, and drugs and alcohol. Mm. So season one had violence uh, it seemed acceptable for children 12 and over with fear acceptable for those nine and over. Okay. Season two, according to the Dutch board of motion picture ratings is quite different. The fear factor has risen to a 12. Oh, you have to be 12 to watch this and be okay. Whoopsie. Violence is down to six and over. Okay. So how do you be six, but not 12 
and not get scared. They're well, just warning you in advance. If you have a 6 to 11-year-old watching this, they might get really scared. You know, here's another option. Um, you can just blindly go into it like I did last year with our kids. So mm-hmm. at the time, they were 4, 7, and 9. And uh, How'd that work out? You know, it, it, it worked out. It worked out great. But when I would mention it to people, like when I told Donna that we were watching it, she came in and was like, how are you letting your kids watch this? And I thought, well, wait a minute. It's, it's just like, it's Star Wars. Nobody looks real. It's blasters. Yeah. It feels loosey-goosey to me. So w- whether I'm right or not, that is the lens by which we've seen all Star Wars offerings, whether mm-hmm. they are cartoon, live action, or this spinoff Mandalorian series. Even if someone gets shot up, it feels like a blaster. It feels more video game to me than it does yeah, like totally real-life violence. There's no, yeah, the violence is, too, it's not to the same level. Like, you're not seeing a bunch of blood. I've never right. really actually thought about this before. But you aren't seeing blood. You're just seeing people basically go down. Yes, and it's usually like a, a hole in their armor and then like smoke or something like that. Like, that's usually how they how they go down. So my kids all handled it and then there's a bunch of other stuff that we we don't have them watch and if it looks too true to life we're like yeah no we're or not like a burnt face darth vader how is that you know what i mean also not always great you know <laughs> there are some things in some of the star wars movies that you may you might not realize kind of like when you go back and watch an old movie mm-hmm. that you watched as a kid oh yeah trust me and then me. you yep. realize ooh i need to be a be here now i know why they say parental guidance is advised because, like, let me say something as silly as the Sandlot, but hear me out. In that movie, there are a couple of scenes where they're just like they go on this name calling tyrant or tirade oh, where they yes. just go boom, 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 and it's like they're saying giving kids all sorts of other ideas as to how they could um, say friends. something mean <laughs> to their friends. And so, as you're watching that, I found myself like, oh, okay, so. Real quick, guys, just so we know, that's mean, and we would not talk to any of our friends like that. Does everybody understand? So sometimes I have to be there, and we will press pause or just quickly say, hey, just so you know, we don't talk like that's not right. And now they will turn to us and say, we shouldn't talk like that. So maybe it's sinking in, but I haven't seen them with weapons yet. (laughs) So I don't know how they'll handle that Oh, my gosh. Wow. We also Did you ha- watch all of it, by the way, season one? Doug? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it. there were some parts that I'm like, oh, this is a little dorky. A couple of episodes where I'm like, all right, that's <laughs> kind of cheesy like a sci-fi show. Yeah. But overall, I did like it, and I am excited for season two, Okay. Good. whenever that will be. Okay, but at least we do know October. We do know October. Yeah. I had November in my mind, so this already feels like oh, a better. real win. Yeah. yeah. This is great. And yeah. it feels... You know when you watch a show at a certain time of the year, and then that show then feels like that season. I believe it came out last November, so it felt like you know this. It gets dark earlier at that time of year, so you're in hanging around the TV as a family more than we are right now. I mean, it's like they play until they're they pass out. They're just mm-hmm. playing outside all the time, so it feels like cozy fall to me. That's how The Mandalorian feels like. If they would have dropped it in May or July, and yeah, I'm continuing to say drop. I don't think it would have felt the same for me. I like it as a cold weather show. Does that make sense? No, it does. It's like the first time you watched it, it was cold. Maybe a little bit. It was fall. And that's just how you remember it. So, yeah, I get it.
Yeah, man. Hope you don't even watch it, do you? I can already sense it. Oh, yep. I don't. Oh, Hope, are you a non-Star Wars No, I person? love Star Wars. It's just you have to get Disney Plus, Disney Plus, and I didn't. I know a lot of people got that for the reason, Yeah, but I was not one of those people, but I know I'm missing out big time. I'll Aww. just tell you, it is quite an enjoyable show. And remember, Disney Plus, now it all adds up for sure, but what is it, six ninety nine a month, I, I believe? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's pretty, not bad. Pretty good bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm speaking as a parent here because yeah. it gets you the full Pixar yeah. and Disney <laughs> collection. Yeah, it's true. You are. Okay. Because well. there's been so many times I'm like, I'm going to cancel Disney Plus because I just don't watch a uh, lot of stuff on sure. it. Same. Yeah. Or I w- yeah, it's. But I still have Quibi for some oh. reason. Is Quibi still doing? <laughs> Quibi I thought stuff? it was going away. You know, I gotta be honest <laughs> with you. I'm uh, I'm like not as interested after. Uh, yeah, I just kind of I've fallen off, but you know. I do you, like the idea. I hope you it did your going. part, Don. You I did, did your way part. more than my part. You promoted them more than anyone who doesn't like financially endorse them oh, has ever. And you're paying them. for it, aren't you? I yeah. sure am. Now yep. it's six dollars. Yesterday, I got a notification mm-hmm. from Quibi, and it said, "Will you? Would you like to rate the show Shape of Pasta?" And I was like, "Do I?" Well, let me tell you. And it's like, "Would you talk about?" Shape of pasta to your friends, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> all my radio friends. Exactly, I've talked to thousands of people about it. Wow. <laughs> oh, Quibi, Quibi can't see you go. For them to hear now that you're just sort of feeling tepid toward them, that uh, would they might want to throw some money them. my way, maybe now after the fact. Now we're talking. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we'll break into a couple of studies. There was a study, a sort of a survey out there. regarding certain gadgets and are they really worth it like for instance do you have a keurig have you thought of getting a keurig is it really worth the hype we'll break some of that down when we return on don and steve on my talk welcome back everybody it's the donna and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Don McLean sitting in for Donna Valentine today. Hope is our producer pushing all sorts of buttons. Way to go, Hope. Now it's time to get nerdy together. Would you like to? Yeah, let's do it. I would love to. Do I have the buttons? See, I'm not used to doing buttons over here. I kind of spaced out. Guess what they've never trusted me with? They've never trusted me with any buttons. Okay. I specifically asked for buttons when I was working in the studio. Yeah. And I was told no. It's almost like they think I have ADHD. Wait. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. All right. So there was a a bit of a study here. The New York Times tech blog editors got together and tried to figure out what gadgets are actually worth buying and Mm. which ones aren't. I have had an up and down journey with the Keurig. Have you? I'll I'll tell you what they think and then I'll tell you what I think. Uh, Keurig coffee makers, they say the best you're getting is diner coffee. The worst you're getting is hot brown water. Oh, wow. Every other brewing method makes better coffee but if you like the convenience they suggest nespresso machines are decent jason swears by his he, he loves, loves his keurig oh he no he loves his nespresso oh his nespresso machine. oh yeah the george clooney coffee maker is what oh, he calls george, it the clooney this dog. george clooney endorses it yes did he 
did George Clooney do a, a commercial with Danny DeVito at one point for Nespresso? Oh, maybe. I, th- I feel like that's coming to me. But yes, that it is the Clooney coffee machine. Um, I, I tried to love the Keurig. We got a Keurig. I was so excited about the Keurig that we got. And then they I was break getting, down a lot. They break down a lot. And to, to the New York Times tech editor's point, it's not great coffee. It's very difficult to get a strong, rich full-bodied cup of coffee. It just is. Because there's always a little bit of a plastic taste. And I even got, instead of the plastic cartridges, which most of them are, I switched. I got a filter that you could just put your own Mm -hmm. coffee into. Mm -hmm. That didn't do it for me. I I used uh, this like biodegradable cup. That didn't work for me. It was just a bummer. But you know why I kept it for so long? I started doing a subscribe and save with this like San Francisco Bay coffee company, and I found some good ones like Morning Fog and stuff like that. <laughs> That's and then so I was, San Francisco. So San Francisco. <laughs> so I was going to cancel it because I was realizing this Keurig just ain't, ain't for me. Yeah. And then I cancel my subscribe and save. The next month, I get another box, a big box. Like, it was like 96 of them or something that were in there. And I said, hey, you guys accidentally sent this to me. Can I, uh, can I send it back? And they said, we're sorry about that, uh, but you can keep those and, and we'll reverse all charges. And I was like, great, okay, I just don't want to be a part of the subscribe save. So then I'm like, well, whatever. Hey, now I got 96 free cups of coffee. Guess what happens the next month? What? Kaboom. I get it again. No. Another 96 pack of the morning. Morning grog, I think is what it was called. Ah. And, uh, and I told him again. And then I was like, do I just run this Ponzi scheme until I die? Do I never pay for coffee again? They eventually stopped sending it to me. But anyway, they say Keurigs are overrated. I happen to think the same thing. I disagree with them saying air fryers aren't worth buying. They say they're not much better than a regular oven. And if you're hoping for the same taste as deep fried, you're going to be disappointed. Now, that's, that's true. There is no grease involved. It is just frying it through this, like, super convect convection that's a word super convection it's and it's just air but it really crisps it up it's not going to be like a deep fried situation but it is not just like the oven because it can do it so quick there's virtually no preheat time that is needed i love i love the it air fryer i totally agree and it's healthier for you because you can put things in there with barely any you don't have to you know dredge them in in uh, things like, yeah, and then like, deep fry them. So, exactly. So you can just put like uh, some no chicken strips involved. in there, no flour, yeah. just some oil on it with some salt and pepper, and you've got some pretty good stuff. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I'm a huge proponent of the air fryer. I think it is very convenient, and the food that we've heated in there has been just absolutely delicious. So I disagree with them on that. What do you think about this? Uh, the New York Times folks say stop buying Apple. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Chargers and other brand name cables. Instead, they say you can find generic cables that are virtually just as good now and a whole lot cheaper. You know, it used to be that that would not pair with your device. Like yeah. they would, you would buy a cheap one that wasn't an Apple product and it's like it wouldn't recognize it. And you just bought it because you were poor and you didn't want to spend $30 on a charger. You wanted to spend 9 <laughs> or 12 right. yeah. And then you're like, great, now I'm out $9 and this won't even work. See so, that? But now I think they've changed things. They've said, hey, you need to make this easier for people to use their own chargers we have a bunch of knockoff ones right now and they all do just fine they might putter out at some point but they're so cheap to get a replacement that you don't if a year later they're dead it's like okay just get some more whatever and they've got like the multi-outlet ones now too so i can plug into the same block as my wife's phone might be plugged into which i think is pretty they have ones that are like a splitter yeah no i've not seen those do you know i actually have two um light switches uh-huh. that have the built-in usb thing uh-huh and they i should call they've never worked and i have never called about it but like in one room in our house we have a light or no, not a light switch excuse me um a plug socket oh, that I, okay. also has a two usb ports mm. so that you could charge your phone right into that outlet without having to use the actual socket no block needed and yes you don't need to use the socket either have we ever used them ever no not once they haven't worked they haven't worked and yet guess what the house is under like a one-year warranty when you have like a new construction stevie boy needs to call do it before it runs out have you ever had a warranty expire just pass because you were dumb and didn't call (laughs) My poor boyfriend has uh, this, I don't know what size TV, it's 65 it's inches, big, I think, the yeah. one, he has an 85-inch oh, Sony TV in the basement, that's but the this is, one, yeah. that's the gaming one. This one is just uh, upstairs, and uh, it, it, it went past it to your warranty, and of course, even before that, he's had problems connecting to the internet, opening up Netflix. Every time we try to connect to Hulu or anything like that, he has to go up, unplug the TV from the wall, plug it back in, enter his password. It's just a nightmare. And of course, now the warranty is up and he's just kicking himself. Now you're just stuck with it, you know, and then now each time he unplugs it, he'll remember the lesson again. Next time I'll call sooner. It's true. Next time I'll call sooner. All right. Maybe I'll go call him today. Probably not, guys. Probably not. Uh, Hey, when we return, we've got some relationship news, bad news out of the world of The Bachelorette, uh, and then some interesting news about Tom Brady and Giselle Bunch and his wife. She did something that I'm curious if you would be comfortable your significant other doing at your place of employment. We'll explain when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve's My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Don McLean. Hope is here today as well. Donna Valentine returns next week after a few days off. This this song, uh, Waterfalls by TLC, it reminds me of Joey Franco, a new kid who came to school when I was in fourth grade. And then it was one of my first sleepovers at like a friend's house. Oh. 
And his mom had us sleep on his sofa bed out in the living room. Uh-huh. The pull-out sofa bed with just a metal bar running right across your L3, just, you know, oh, crippling God. you for the next day. <laughs> and I guess Waterfalls was a really big song at that point because... It reminds me of Joey Franco and hanging out at his house in Plum, Pennsylvania. Hey, one Joey day. Franco! What about Joey Franco? Huh? He's, he's a boxer now. <laughs> right. And in the mafia. And he's also a convicted <laughs> criminal. No, I'm sure he's doing well. Joey, if you're listening and you're not, hello. Hi. <laughs> now, uh, we have various shades of relationship news. Don, why don't you lead with the bad news? Oh, Bachelorette Becca, right here from Minnesota, from the Twin Cities. She released a statement on Instagram about her breakup with the man that she chose from her season, Garrett. Man, what's she saying about this? Oh, she's very sweet about it. Um, She says, with a heavy heart, Garrett and I have come to the loving conclusion to end our engagement. All that we will share... All that we will share is that we still have nothing but love and respect for one another, even though we've decided to go down our own separate paths. Mm. While we've arrived at this point, it doesn't diminish the countless amazing memories made together. And she goes on and on about how much she learned from the experience and and, and doesn't want to take anything away from the love that she actually felt from him. But, uh, you know, and also admits, you know, we, we got together on a crazy TV show. She doesn't blame sure. it, but at the same time, you know, that you cannot really know if you love somebody That's from an being in that environment. That's why I don't watch compound. it anymore. Yeah. You know? I know. It's a, it's a difficult, it's, a, it's always a difficult outlook for a relationship to survive a show like that. Because you're right, even if you do think that you're, you've found someone who you're compatible with and you really want to commit to, there's something to be said about when the lights and the cameras go away that just... You don't really know them until all of that goes away. Sure. And I bet it could all, it could take some of the pressure off, A. But also, in a weird way that other relationships don't go through, it also would remove some of that initial excitement in a rather abrupt way. Mm, right. Where there's, you know, I, I don't know. And not that the, 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 the fame and the spotlight is ever healthy, but I'm sure that it adds to adjusting to the new atmosphere that the relationship actually will exist within, especially after you do your initial run of press after the show and mm. say your hellos and go on shows and all that kind of thing. I will say, yeah, when they they were out at the State Fair two years ago. Right. And when they they were there, it was Elizabeth, before they appeared on Twin Cities Live, Elizabeth did a Q&A uh, with Bachelorette Becca, of course, Minnesota's own, and... It was the biggest crowd I've ever seen mm-hmm. around the Five Eyewitness News stage. I mean, it was packed. There were yeah. so many people. And then when Garrett came out later, it was just everybody was just overjoyed and you got to see them, you know, sort of playing off of one another and people loved them as a couple. They loved them. They did. Now, I know that um, this past May, he the headlines were out there because of his social media presence. He was supporting um, police during the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Yes. Yeah. And that uh, she actually felt like she needed to clarify that she didn't align with her fiance's opinions. 
But right. she also remained mum about the possibility of a split at that time. So maybe, you know, I hate to speculate that, but, you know, it's just all this time. Divorce rates have skyrocketed during this time. During this is just a yeah. tough time right now for people. And I'm sure quarantine doesn't help. But, um, you know, I'm sure I hope she finds some happiness and, and he as well. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sad news there. I have an interesting story about. Tom Brady and Giselle Bundchen, and I'm I'm curious if you would be comfortable with MC doing something like this at your place of employment. So at let me my place of employment at your have, place of okay. employment. Oh, yeah. this is a weird environment. Uh, it is. It's a weird start already. Yeah. So here's what happened. According to a new book out there, it's all about the New England Patriots. It's called The Dynasty. Okay. Giselle Bundchen went off on New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft oh. about how head coach Bill Belichick was mistreating Tom Brady. So this happened in 2017. So let me explain. She said, according to the book, that it was ridiculous that after all these years, and frankly, all these Super Bowls, Mm -hmm. that Bill Belichick still treated Tom Brady like a, quote, bleeping Johnny Foxborough. Foxborough is where the Patriots are based. That's the name (laughs) of their stadium. She argued that Bill Belichick never voiced his approval, and that he was dressing down, quote, the most accomplished quarterback in league history during team meetings. Now, what's even more interesting, Tom Brady was actually there at the time that Giselle just was going off to the team owner, Robert Kraft, about Bill Belichick's treatment of Tom Brady. Oh, so she, this was a conversation. This yeah, was in a, person. This was an in-person This wasn't social fight. media. Yes, this was her... In a room with her husband, Tom Brady, with the owner of the Patriots. Whoa. And this came after some other drama where Coach Bill Belichick had banned Tom Brady's personal trainer from the sideline and from the team plane saying, I just want to keep it in house and blah, 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 blah. He's uh-huh. always monotone and grumpy. <laughs> um, so Tom and Giselle said it was time for them to make some changes that were in the best interest of their family. Among other things, they were contemplating a change of scenery. So the the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, said he wasn't surprised by their feelings towards Bill. He was surprised, however, at the time, this happened back in 2017, to hear that they wanted to leave New England. So ultimately what happened after that, Tom Brady decided to stay for two more years, the 2018 and 19 seasons. They won a Super Bowl in 2018. And then, of course, Tom Brady left after last season. He is now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it all goes back to, imagine this, MC, you go home and you're like, MC says, oh, how was your day at work? And then you hear that, oh, it's just one meeting after another. Virtually every meeting, you know that you were just crushing it as a producer. Okay. And you're just getting dressed down. Not once. Like, oh, you know, I had a dust up one time in six months. Every time there was a meeting, taking you to task. And you're thinking, wait a minute. I'm working on the morning show. The morning show is very successful. All these things are going really well. And then you're just getting called out, even if you know Mm -hmm. that your boss is trying to make an example to the rest of the team that it doesn't matter how high you get. I'm still holding even the the, the best producer to the highest level (laughs) of accountability. So then MC walks in, says, I have a word uh, that I would like to share with your boss and then goes off in your defense. Does that make you happy and proud or does it make you cringe? Oh, Gosh, it's it's so difficult because I think I would have to relate this to jobs I've had in the past that were really awful. Mm. Um, I think I'd be proud. Okay. I, I 
right? Because the PC answer would just be to say, oh my gosh, nobody should do that in their, like, it would be cringy. But honestly, sure. I'd be like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tell him, honey. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. Slapping him on the butt as Man, he's going. Man, you got my back. Yeah. Obviously, you would... This was after they knew they were leaving, right? Sure. Okay. No, 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 no. This was... No, this is no? when they floated out. This was in 2017, but it was <gasps> the first time that they floated that they were contemplating leaving. The, oh, my gosh. So, so there was after he left. That's scary. No. But you've got to be pretty confident to know, like, hey, he can go anywhere and do anything, and I'm just going to say this. You well, know? And, and you get it, too, because she is right. He is the most accomplished quarterback yeah. in the history of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And uh, the idea that he would still be used just as a as a lesson to the rest of the team mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Now, you could treat him fairly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But, but it sounds like Belichick, according to Giselle... And according to this book, again, it's called The Dynasty, all about the New England Patriots, um, that he was maybe even being held to an unfair standard just to prove a point. Like to bring him down to earth, kind of like uh, when we talked about how Conan O'Brien goes home and his family is like, (laughs) we don't care who you are. Exactly. (laughs) Well, you know, I think of it too this way. Our significant others are always the ones who hear about the ups and downs from work, and they aren't navigating it professionally like you are yeah. which means they'll just tell you the cold hard truth much quicker than because they don't care about the pc nature of it right. and just like when when lou worked and she dealt with a difficult boss i remember she would come home and she's navigating it and i'm like no that's jacked up they shouldn't do that because here's all this boils down to blank and blank and so it sounds like giselle had one of those moments that most of us have at the dinner table and she had it actually in the office of Patriots owner Robert Kraft and said, this is jacked up. Here he is, two years later, member of the Tampa Bay. That's true. I mean, they knew they were leaving, or she probably wouldn't do do that. They knew in their heart of hearts. Well, and at that point, too, you know, it's more difficult. We're all treading on much thinner ice. Giselle is worth hundreds of millions. Tom (laughs) is worth hundreds of millions. I bet that would give you a little more pep in your step, a little more confidence to say, what do we have to lose? Who cares? Let's go in and tell them what we think the truth of this situation is, oh, yeah. and then let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, I just I can't imagine. I'm just thinking about how liberating that would feel to do that. You know, yeah. not, it's been a very long time since it, anything bad like that has happened to me in the workplace where I felt like I was picked on and like sure. sort of almost pushed out. Yeah, but um, yeah, it just would feel so good to have. Your man go in there and be like, yeah, leave my lady alone. Oh, yeah. He's in He's in chaps. Oh, chaps. So you can see his butt from behind, <laughs> Oh, too. my God. This is really Were you envisioning this the same way I was oh, or no? <laughs> Maybe I'm off base here. I'd probably have and to he, run that by Lou, too. He, he So he's not wearing an Atari t-shirt or? No, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. No, he, he has or a denim vest on and leather chaps, and that's it. Oh, boy. A denim vest. Yeah. Oh, and he man. swings open B. Arthur's door. Now we have to go to present day. Yeah, we have to because nobody knows my old bosses. It is it is fortunate, though. Um, I've always worked for good bosses. None of them have been perfect, but they've all been good. And so it's that's, that's fortunate. You don't realize how good you have it until you have a really crappy boss. Or in your case, you had crappy bosses, and now you, you have a much better situation. So... Hold off, MC, if you're listening. Don't buy the chaps just yet. <laughs> Actually, I don't think she's you into can. It. Go oh. ahead. 
All right, never mind. She is. Uh, hey, when we return, we'll see if we can sneak in a couple of the things that we drove right past. Because, oh, I don't know. Sue me, Susie. We were preoccupied with David Blaine floating some 25,000 feet in the sky earlier today when he did uh, Ascension, his latest stunt. If you missed out, we'll fill you in on what went down. Also, this before we go, don't forget that there are all sorts of ways that you can cash in on my talks listener rewards. You can get lit with a $1,500 Lighting RX makeover from Southern Lights. You can get the app or stream online and get into our listener rewards. You can also get some advanced, an advanced streaming of the Amazon original movie. It's called All In, The Fight for Democracy. That is part of our listener rewards as well. Gift cards to Staples, Dick's Sporting Goods, Starbucks, and Chipotle. All of it can be found on our website or on the app. Uh, the Don and Steve Show, coming right back on my talk. Oh, that takes you back. TRL, Total Request oh, Live, yeah. the year 2000-ish. Feels like that's when that came out. I think it was May of 2000 that the, the album No Strings Attached came out. Huge hit. I remember coming home, watching that video, and trying to learn the dance. And You did? Oh, yeah. Did you? Of course you learned it. Uh, kind of. Yeah. You know, did there was like a pelvic, there's a pelvic thrust thing in there. I yeah. think it was JT that did it. And uh, I just wanted to, just wanted to be them. I thought they were so cool. <laughs> my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, really liked them too. So I was like, oh yeah, I gotta really turn this up here. I mean, I <laughs> there was a time in my life where every lyric from that entire album I knew off by heart. I could listen from song one to I think song thirteen, and it was just great. Man, I loved In Sync. Oh. Let me tell you an In Sync story. I I uh, w- went to an InSync concert with my wife, and so you did. Uh, yeah, You've been to concerts. <laughs> okay, I'm just curious. And I've been wow. to less than less than ten concerts in my life too. Oh, really? And InSync was one of them. Yes, and I believe. Uh, oh, it would have been back in 2001, I believe, maybe early 2002, and uh, it was their Pop Odyssey tour. Uh-huh. And yeah, this went from May of 20, 2001 to September. So anyway, I go to this concert, and there are not a lot of dudes there, okay? Just, there's a, there are a lot of young, younger girls, like high school girls, yeah. but it's a lot of girls. And uh, we went there, and the morning of, we get an announcement. The folks that were supposed to open for NSYNC was, oh, goodness, um... Hey now, you're an all-star. Get oh. your game on Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. There you go. Boy, do I not like them. God <laughs> love them. Like, that, and I, I'm sure personally they're great guys. I don't mean it in that way, but it just was never my bad. Yeah. Okay. So they aren't gonna be there, and then it's like, okay, who's gonna open? Who's gonna open? Guess who opened? Which totally saved the credibility for all of the high school guys who took their girlfriends to see this. Guess who opened and did somewhere between 45 minutes and an hour oh, for In Sync? Take um, a guess. 2001. 2001? And saved it for the fellas. Oh, my God. I, I'm really bad with with they, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> no, that's not a bad guess. They would have been around right in that same time. Smash Mouth. Um, Papa Roach. P. Diddy. No. Yes, he did. He came out, did Bad Boys for Life, did all of his songs. And oh. it was fantastic. Wow. I mean, Diddy before NSYNC. It was great. Oh, it was great. And I wonder if that was a last-minute favor or Must something. Must have been. 
Smash Mouth's like, well, we're not getting that gig back. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, I, I don't know how many times Diddy did it with them because, again, to, up to that point, it was supposed to be Smash Mouth. And then he came in and just, it was fantastic. But I mean, truly, my favorite part was still in sync. Loved in sync. I went to an NSYNC concert probably around that time, 2000, because it was a surprise. My mom took me. Oh, my God. And it was such a, like, huge surprise. I was so caught off guard. I couldn't believe I was going to a concert. Oh, how old were you? I probably was, like, nine or ten. Oh, my God. That was, like, the highlight of your life. Yes. And I got a t-shirt and everything. It was your first concert? I think my first, like, big, like, venue concert. Oh, my gosh. Oh, look at this. Okay, I'm seeing it. So it was actually the the Celebrity Tour is what it was called. And uh, opening acts ended up including P. Diddy, Genuine, and Smash Mouth. And so we got One the Diddy version of it. One of doing his own thing, and it's Smash Mouth. Oh, man. That's exactly right. That exactly is, right. Wow. Uh, throwback. Uh, earlier in the show, we were following the live stunt David Blaine did. It was called Ascension. We watched it on YouTube. We provided color commentary for the better part of two hours as he ascended to 25,000 feet attached to weather balloons and then detached from the balloons at 24,900 feet, 100 feet away from his goal. Oh, oh my bummer. God. I just, I, that uh, just pains me. It pains me. I didn't have the volume up, so I didn't hear any of that. I was what? just watching. You hear his guy go, all right, whenever you're ready, David. And then as he starts reaching his hand up, then the guy comes back in and goes, Wait, just 200 more feet, 200 more feet. And then he goes down. And I was thinking, these guys haven't given him an update. They just keep saying, all right, David, we're going to jump out of your ear whenever you're ready. And he was at 23,500 feet when they like first said that. And then I thought, give him updates. So let him know you're only another 10 seconds away from being where you need to be to reach the goal that you had in your head. I'm sure he's still going to be very happy with 24,900. But, you know... When you're doing something death-defying like that, yeah. every little bit matters. And I just wonder if he'll lose a little sleep tonight thinking, ah, oh, dang it. Oh, hundred more well, feet. Well, maybe they he knew, and they're setting it up for him to do it again. Oh, maybe. Or maybe maybe he saw on his altimeter, which was ju- tracking his altitude, maybe he saw something different than they saw on the ground. And he was like, oh, I'm good. I'm going off here. But yeah, at maybe. any rate... It was quite something. By the way, earlier in the show, I told you uh, about a real-life Ironman. There was a guy who wore a jetpack. He was spotted flying at 3,000 feet, wearing an actual jetpack. like a. And people don't know where he got it from. The FAA and the FBI, they're both investigating. There could be some potential legal issues of flying a jetpack at that altitude in restricted airspace. Yes, you can't do that. You can't just fly around. He with said, a jetpack? Well, here's a good reason why not, too. Not only um, what we mentioned with the FAA and FBI needing to be in the know on that sort of a thing, but the risk is obviously having a collision with an airplane, but also they said there's a risk of you getting ingested into a plane's engine. Oh, my God. See? Bye. You can't do it, guys. Boom. Ew, there he goes. There goes Barry. It's like, yeah, spitting you up and or chewing you up and spitting you out. Gross. Coming up next, we start the fun all over again tomorrow, 9 a.m. Hope you'll be here. Thanks, guys. Have a fab day. Bye. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. 
and take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.